Hello, everybody. Welcome back again to another episode of Basement Banter. Uh, this week is my 52nd episode, which is like my my year mark of new episodes. Technically, it isn't. The year has passed already, but it is 52 ep- or uh, a year worth of podcast content of new content. None of the Basement Banter greatest hits or anything. Um, so this week I kind of wanted to talk about uh, like the whole process of where it started and where we are now. So this week joining me is who was on my first one, my real first one, uh, Tim Berkla. Um What up, man? I can't believe it's been a year. I know. I was just going to say that it was the real, real one, not the one that is posted on the podcast um which we'll call it the podcast uh, page on like wherever you're listening to it. It's on SoundCloud where we discussed Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you had put that this was a test too. Like I think you wrote test or trial or something because it was just a free run. It was yeah, it was like a test podcast that I had labeled at, or labeled it as, and it was just way before everything, like it, like way before all of this, obviously, but like. <laughs> Good There's days like, back then. <laughs> yeah, where we could actually, like, we went to a bar after we recorded it, so talk about historic times. I remember the times. good old days. It's like talking, I feel like uh, it's similar as far away as when people were walking around with the, the shoe buckle on their, ha- their hat, like oh, the pilgrims. pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how distant that feels to me. Um, I just lost my train. Oh, but I was going to say it was before the disappointment of Game of Thrones because we talked and we predicted what was going to happen in that. And there was just so much joy. (laughs) It just was so disappointing. uh, I I, I can't even go there because I feel like every time we do talk about that, there's something that kind of like a little twitch happens in my eye. I see the twitch happen with you. Anytime I bring up Game of Thrones, it, it was that was ridiculous. I don't even recommend that to people. I don't even recommend it people watch Game. It. I was that, like that season ruined it. I was like, I'll tell you what. Like people are like, oh, Game of Thrones. I'm thinking about starting that. I'm like, I'll save you it. Don't even bother. Yeah, the well, ending was that bad. Anyway, outside, I don't. I just don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Please <laughs> spare me. I had a long spare day at work. I don't want to go to oh. unpackage this I one just, again. We, 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 no one wants to hear that podcast again. We're right. trying to move on. But what I will say is, like, coming down in this basement today, what's nuts is, for those listening, there was nothing in this room. I actually think it was, like, this chair that you're sitting in, the chair I'm sitting in, and this table. There was nothing else. It was really cool to know that this is what you – what would you say, number 52? 52, yeah. Unbelievable. Because, as most of you know, you know, Brownie had the guests bring in something – of value or little value, whatever they want to give as a, a little piece of this room. It's really cool just to see how much is on the walls now. Because there was I, I, like nothing, nothing. So there's a lot of just random stuff. There's a picture of an orca. Um, there's a an old, like, very generic man cave college boy poster. <laughs> a joiner die snake. Uh, a hat, a penis hat. A LeBron James heat jersey. Well, a, actually, a penis hat. disturbingly, there's two penis hats. I, <laughs> there's that one over there, and there's the one hanging up over there that That's has like my from name a on it. bachelorette party. Yeah, but it was, yeah, for, like, my 17th birthday, which is a little... That's a... You're gonna have to tell that story at some point. <laughs> yeah. But not, maybe not today. Yeah, um... But uh, so, yeah, so then shout out uh, Nick Vallon, Dan Jahara, Andy Carlin for for those. Uh, but yeah, when we first started, so there wasn't I wasn't I sit in like a I don't even know like for all of you who have been in the studio, I, like the chair I sit in is like a like an executive chair, 
And when we first started, it was three folding chairs, a plastic table, and three microphones that refused to stay onto the onto the table. If you if you if you listen to the first few episodes, you would hear an occasional just rattling and like a, a big boom in the in the audio. And it was from not being able to keep the stuff the microphones on there. So we started out with that. And we had gotten our, my basement renovated, so there wasn't even ceiling tiles. There was no ceiling tiles. There was t- no ceiling tiles. There was nothing on the ground. There was nothing on the walls. We just sat in a white room with plastic chairs and uh, whatever. But that's – like so many people just uh, – like some people have reached out to me um, like on social media or like if they see me out and ask me like, oh, like how would you start a podcast? Like that's crazy. In the grand scheme of things, if you have like – 200 and something dollars you could start well, your own was that pod. what it was roughly to get this whole thing going? i mean i know you had your laptop but yeah to, to uh to peel back the curtain a little bit yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh all it was was an audio board three microphones and they came with the stands anyway yeah, yeah so it really wasn't that much if you if like so if it doesn't really take much but it, like it kind of is taking its own like its own uh, like a mind of its own here and uh so then it was blank, and then my mom had a carpet or had like a rug that they had that they didn't use anymore, and they put it. So then we had a carpet, and then it was still nothing. And then I found this chair, and then it was. Then all of a sudden, I found I went to Home Depot and got ceiling tiles. Well, I think my dad actually did when I got the ceiling tiles, and then it was still blank. So then now it was. So now I had like a human living area, but now it was. You know, you kind of have to go out on your own and pick apart stuff. So then that's when we came up with the the gifts. And originally I was thinking like, oh, Joe, you know, Joe Rogan has those cool like. He's got like, he's got like a samurai sword. Some person. Like he's got yeah, crazy some, stuff. Some person, he gave, some person gave him like a, like a couple thousand dollar like welded like American metal American flag he has hanging up there. He has cool mug shots of like celebrities that went to jail and stuff. <laughs> and, then, and then like so it's like I was thinking that like, oh yeah, my guests will bring gifts. I think Tim was the first one who actually showed up with a gift and it was a jar of fish rocks. And then my friend Jake came, <laughs> uh Jake Anderson recurring guest, and he brought a orca whale picture. And then from there, like people would come and see that and then like try and one up it. So then it's it got slowly got better and better. So well, these like, gifts. Weirder. Weirder, yeah. It got weirder because now like yeah, like there's jerseys of like professional people that have signatures on them that aren't from those like the people. There's a signed LeBron James jersey that isn't LeBron James signed. Reggie Bush jersey that's not Reggie Bush signed. Uh, a Jim Brown jersey that's not even the real Jim Brown. <laughs> it's yeah, it's my dad. <laughs> it's my dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's just uh, taking a mind of its own and it's just crazy just from when i first decided i wanted to do a podcast where it where it went from there because it it, you you think that like you have to be some kind of like mike francesa or some like grandiose performer all you need to do is get some equipment and have something that you're passionate about talking about and fortunately for me i never shut up so well let me let me ask you this then so when what was your big thought process on, on getting into this whole thing um, so one night, uh, our family friends, the Carsons were over, uh, it was actually two St. Patrick's days ago and we were having some convert. I mean, this is at the end of the night. So 
Take it as you will. A few uh, you Guinness. Know, one of those conversations. We, you were actually over earlier in that night. Is when we were, do, was, we were doing yeah, all those Irish yeah. car bombs. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, then we got into some conversation that was going on like a ten minute rant about the homeless people in America and how we could solve it. And they said, "Oh, you should do a podcast." And I was like laughing, I'm like, "Oh yeah, maybe." Then all of a sudden, I was sitting there, like I was like laying in bed that night, I'm like, you know what? Like, I actually may do a podcast. And then I went to uh, work the next day and told my coworker I was thinking about it. And he, funny enough, actually tried to do a podcast, but I guess he he ended up not doing it or whatever the reason may be. Um, but then he he sent me a link of all this stuff. And I was I'm, when I first said I was going to do it, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be some like couple thousand dollar ordeal. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. And then it turned out it wasn't that expensive. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. This is actually doable. Yeah. So then all the equipment came in and I had it for like a couple of weeks and I was trying to figure it out. I think the hardest part about starting a podcast was trying to figure out this, <laughs> trying to figure out the stupid soundboard. I was oh, like, that's right. That's right. And I remember sitting down here for like hours, just keep going. Hello. 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 <laughs> just screaming into a microphone. <laughs> They're like trying to figure it out. And, uh, he just, I don't know. It, now it's now here we are, and then just like trying to find people that want to talk on a podcast. You know, you can't just say, "Hey, you, you're coming on uh, my podcast," and plop someone down in front of a microphone because it's intimidating. As much as people like, there, to there, there is something with that, like getting adjusted. Like, like for me, I find myself very outgoing, but the moment, like, I remember, I do remember, like the, the first time you had me on this. And you got the mic right in your in your face, and like, dude, this is this is an underground thing. This is not like live television, but it it like kind of felt like that because all of a sudden you were like, "Let's do this." I'm like, "Ooh," I, I, you almost feel like you're not talking the way you would want to talk. You almost you really got to get used to that, right? Because at first it wasn't like I was gonna be having all these like thousands of listeners. At first it was like like 20 people, like close friends too. But it's just like something about having a microphone in front of you. And I was fortunate enough when I was in uh, at Stockton my, my freshman year, I, uh, I was on a radio show and it was the same thing. I sat down in front of the, uh, the microphone and I was like talking a big game. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about this and this and this. All of a sudden, like, hey, like – Welcome or uh, the two minute warning show from Pomona, New Jersey, <laughs> and like you, you freeze up. But then, like once you get like your like you, the, the scariest part is actually just speaking the first that, time. Like, initial that initial stuff coming out of your mouth, just like, throwing it out, gargled up, and <laughs> yeah, like you just all of a sudden smooth out. You have like that. Uh, what there's like there's like something with it where like if you're uncomfortable, your throat tightens up. Once you like after you get those first few words out, then it's just all uh, all gravy. But obviously, when you're doing this, not every single person's coming on every week like I am, where like eventually you just don't even realize the microphone's there. Well, I mean, I do. Sometimes I speak a little too close to it. Sometimes a little but too far. But you're comfortable. You're, you're yeah, very yeah, yeah. Comfortable. But it's it's a learning curve because then you have to coach people and stuff like that. Uh, Shout out Dom Karuba. I, I felt so bad. And this was, I guess, another learning thing from when like you're starting up. I You underestimate the, the power or the, the, like, the necessity to have your speaking voice and the necessity to actually speak into the microphone. I, I learned that the hard way. 
I know a couple times, like when you hear it, as soon as you kind of remove yourself from this mic, it, it, I feel like there's a line that it cuts pretty, pretty. Like you probably could see it right now. Like the farther you go away from it, yeah, the the, the less you could hear it. Yeah. Um, I actually kind of screwed the whole thing up too because when he was talking, he was talking really low. So he's got a lower voice. So the software, the, yeah, the software I recorded on, I, I, it's it shows like the like your volume like spiking and it has a little knob next to it so you could like adjust it. So when I was first doing this, I thought you had to slide it towards the beginning of it because I thought that was like I don't know how to explain it. Like I thought that like was a like a neutral level. I thought that I thought that was like the max bar where the dot was. So I thought the closer you pulled it to the beginning of the sound bar, oh no. the the louder it was going to be because the max level's a lot l closer. So right, then right. it would spike up a lot quicker. What I did not know and then after my second episode, I believe, it I realized that I put out like it was like a really long podcast too. Like it was like a really good well, conversation. That was the music one, right? It was a music podcast. I believe it was like two hours. Poor yeah, kid yeah. couldn't even hear him because I turned the volume. I thought it was making it louder for him. I made it so soft. I think it was like my sixth episode. I finally realized that, that early like on that episode. you had to pull it the opposite direction because it was just a straight up volume oh, control. Man. And it was like so like I like muted the poor kid and. Dude, I, I, you know what it is too. Like, I feel like it's it's with anything. Like anything you jump into, you're gonna run into some issues. Like you'll figure it out, but there's gonna be errors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you didn't. You just wish it wasn't on the two hour music one. Yeah, like I wish an I error like that. I wish I had listened to it before I uploaded it and everything. I was driving to work, and I always would listen to it when I put it out to make sure that like I didn't um like I didn't like accidentally crop it wrong. Or I uh, I didn't like screw up something up, and then lo and behold, I was fine. Like when we did the test run, it was fine. The volume was fine. When we did the first one where we talked about college, that was fine. All of a sudden, I was driving and I talked. Uh, Jake Anderson talked, and then Dom went to talk, and all of a sudden, it was like we were talking to a ghost. I like, was gonna say it's probably it sounded like there was like no one there. Yeah, and I was like, ah, shit. And, like, <laughs> it literally sounded like I was, like, a crazy person. I'd, like, ask a question. I wouldn't, like, you wouldn't hear anything. I was like, like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jake would be like, we, like, smoked, like, crack or something beforehand. Like, we were, like, talking to some ghost. Imaginary Dom. friend. Yeah. He, Dom had his comeback, though. We had a couple episodes, yeah, I believe. Uh, but, yeah, it just, like, it, the learning curve is funny. And it's, like, there's some people, it, going back to, like, having people on, like, making sure you pick and choose, it's just funny, like, sometimes, like, people are talking a big game. And then, like, some of my friends, too, like, you sit them down, and they're all confident. All of a sudden, you hit the little record button, and, like, it's, like, frozen. Frozen in like, fear. Yeah, yo, Brownie, I'm just ready to start whenever. And uh, we got our friend here, Tim Burkle. Yeah, well, that, that's the problem because then you like you kind of um, make the situation worse. Because if someone goes up and they're like, "Hey, Ryan, like, I'm really excited to be here." And I don't even know if you even heard that, but I was talking really softly. But yeah, then, like, that, but then, I, like, you're trying to like get them to speak up, and then they're like, "Shit, I'm fucking it up," and it just it spirals out of control. Yeah. But, but so I mean, like, after all these podcasts you have done, was there one that like stood out to you that you? I'm, I'm sure you enjoyed all of them, maybe more some than others, but. Is there anything that you were like that? I, that one was hilarious, and that one was a really good one. Um, so the one I, I really liked, there's a couple. Um, one where we did, where we talked about where we we're gonna fight the animals. 
which animal oh. like <laughs> I, I actually forgot we did that I think that one seems like forever that ago. was that was pre-decoration stage as well that's when uh julius came on shout out julius we were talking about uh Whatever, and that's when I learned also that <laughs> I can't curse too much because we were really letting it fly. It was a heated they, discussion, they, yeah. so we there, were there like, was a, "There was some stuff going uh, in the air." Yeah, well, my my <laughs> aunts and grandma were listening to it, and like, you should all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, as I just cursed again, um, <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, here I am, like saying "f this, effing this, mother effing," and it's like now I'm decently. With, I was sitting uh, there like wide eyed. I was like watching because. Like your friend, he was going off a little bit. I'm like, ooh. Like, <laughs> like, I think my mom watches that. I can't say extra, that. <laughs> extra spicy, yeah. Um, uh, what else? I, another one that was good was when uh, I had uh, we like the first Power Hour one where we just did random questions. There was one where me, you, and uh, my cousin we were doing hypothetical scenarios, and we were talking about like superpowers and which ones we would want and which ones we wouldn't want. Um, I'm trying to think of if I have like an all time favorite. There was, there was one thing. Cause like, you know, with Sarah, uh, being down in Barnegat and driving down there, I like I, that, it's a good window for me to listen to your podcast. There was a moment. I don't remember which one it was. Cause I don't remember what the content of it was, but it was you DeGraw and Taylor Tabachman. And there was a question that came up about skittles or m&ms and she like she made a point and you guys like agreed with it and she was talking about how she's like yeah you know how like you know m&ms those colors don't taste different the skittles you know like those colors they don't taste different and you and degraw stopped her dead in in her tracks and, and degraw just goes what and you guys started belly laughing it was the funniest thing i don't know why i thought that was so funny she you guys just like drilled her with that like cracking up yeah um yeah, i was gonna say uh so like I've, there has been like a bunch of those really goofy ones like uh the power hour ones were really funny that was like one of my favorite moments oh on this gosh. where we were talking about that um there was there was one other one where we were talking about some uh, i think like talking about like celebrities we wanted to kill <laughs> and dan <laughs> and dan jahara shout out dan was just a little too like dis like he was like there was a celebrity there was a, that, like, there was a really... celebrity that like his like his oh, like a lit a fire on him and he I'm was i'm trying to remember who it was because i do remember like you guys were like well like why specifically that person he's like and he oh who was it that, i'm sure like that's like me with like amy schumer Oh, but there was like a couple times where like there was, yeah. there was a couple times where if those people turned up dead and like the FBI like for some reason decided that we were a suspect and went back and listened to it like you, you'd be pretty 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 damning but it's hypothetical so I don't know if that clears clears it you got to I think you have to say hypothetical and I think you're totally alleged free. you throw a, you, you, you say throw you, that word you in, throw alleged in there it's like a yeah it's like uh Whatever, yeah, just freebie. Just throw it in there. You're totally uh, like sandbox <laughs> mode. Like nothing actually comes of it. Uh, but yeah, there's like a bunch of those funny ones. But I think the one that like I was like the first time I was really like okay. Well, besides the first official one when we did life after college, um, I was gonna say the mental health one. I think was like the first one where I was really like oh I really like this because. At first, like, all of them are really goofy and stuff. And I loved, obviously, like, if you know me, I'm a very, like, goofy person. But, like, to be able to go into that kind of conversation with other people our age and kind of pick apart 
that aspect of things that people are usually uncomfortable to talk about was a pretty uh, fulfilling thing. So, like, shout out, like, Josh and Dave, too, because that's a that wasn't a very easy thing to come on and talk about. They reached out to me and they wanted to talk about it. And at first I was like, oh, that's like, I don't know, because I didn't want them to hold back and it be like kind of awkward. But they were very open about it. And it was a very open conversation, especially with people that are like in their 20s, like 20 something year old guys. You don't have that. Like You don't have those conversations with people. Um, like that's I, the thing, like, and that's what I commend you for for hosting. There was the one with um Shannon, too. Yeah, with like quarantine, like it's, that. That one was my personal favorite. And the thing is, like, you have made me laugh with a lot of like this. You know, it was very entertaining. A lot of the stuff you do, but it was very cool to see something a little bit more serious and something that I think people need to take more seriously. Um, at least for me, like you bringing that up, the one with you and Shannon, the quarantine thing, I think it was a perfect time for me to listen to it because we're right on that edge of just, I think a lot of people enjoying, about to implode during this whole quarantine. But just, it was very short too. It wasn't a long one, that, that yeah. one, but it was so precise and it hit it hit everything just perfectly. Like, right. it's cool that you guys did that. I, I don't think I even told you that, but that that one, like, I was listening to. I was like, this is this is awesome. Yeah, but that was like the first one, and then people started coming on and like, because I used to throw out there and say, if you have something you want to talk about, let me know. And you know, like, someone right. was like, you know, music, okay, like that's like a pretty general one. Um, I think someone wanted to talk about movies. Maybe it was you. Um, but like for like mental health, that kind of cracked open the door because then people started reaching out to me and saying, hey, can we talk about this? Um, like a couple of people reached out to me and wanted to talk about like how to eat healthy. Um, people talking about like whatever, whatever, whatever. You, you've, whatever. I'm, 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 assuming, whatever. I'm yeah. assuming if you're here, Anything. I'm assuming if you're on episode 52, you've know, you know that there's plenty of stuff that uh <laughs> we've talked about it, whatever 52 episodes fucking lot of stuff there's a, there's, it's a lot of options there's a lot of options to pick apart but that's what i'm i'm happy about that they got to the point because that was like my original goal that i wanted to be able to have people on and kind of be uh like a less not like a less serious joe rogan or like whatever but like a similar style because a lot of people stick to a certain shtick and not a lot of people have like kind of their own open dialogue with all of their guests and everything like joe rogan did right, so that's like right. where I, I think that's where i originally was like you know what like i kind of want to do something similar because i originally was like okay i'll do sports or whatever and phone it in but you know like a lot of people that like you know there's more if you know me that's i'm a lot more than just mr sports guy or mr whatever yeah guy. you could pick my brain about almost you're anything you're a talker and, man like that's the thing like i you're the perfect person for something like this be able to talk to about many different you know conversations or topics or different people so yeah i think i think especially for um it to be someone our age too like so there, there's not a lot of it's usually like people that are like if you're listening to podcasts it's usually well established people that you hear on spotify or barstool and stuff right and it's people like in their 30s or 40s or 50s or whatever etc and there's not a lot of people that are like in their early 20s that are doing things like this. I mean, granted, it isn't like I'm uh, raking in uh, millions of viewers and stuff, but it's still cool, at least that I know that there's people listening that are our age and it's kind of relating to them and it's being able to join in on a conversation, especially during like this point in time 
Like I'll, I'll still get like some of my other older episodes will still get like people listening to them here and there. And that's like pretty satisfying and rewarding because it means that people are, you know, now you're trapped in quarantine. You can't go out and hang out with your friends. So I like it's cool that people are like finding entertainment, listening to me talk about bullshit and or talking about serious yeah, things and either or right like you could pick your poison if you want to talk about me fighting a actually it's funny because i was going to say me fighting a chimpanzee because i just watched <laughs> i just i just watched i just watched joe rogan i was watching a joe rogan clip this morning on youtube and i can now for a fact say i cannot beat up a chimpanzee they were showing these like hairless chimpanzees dude and the freaky those ones that uh I, I think I know the, the clip you're talking about. Because they were talking about if there was as many chimpanzees in the world as humans. We're dead. It would be terrifying. It would be horrible. We're gone. Like you go to the supermarket, like the guy next to you just gets his face peeled off by a chimpanzee. Ugh. Yeah, I don't want that. No. I don't want that for me or my children, my yeah. future children. That's, <laughs> that's not a world I want to live in. This this world is already messed up as it is. Twenty twenty is. I think we're on the verge of an apocalypse. It could happen in twenty twenty. I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden, like chimpanzee breeding escalates like by five thousand percent, and all of a sudden, like chimpanzees make their way to America and the freaking murder wasps did. What stops like? Yeah, wait. What happened? What happened with the murder wasps? Because I feel like all this horrible news was coming out, and then there was that quick window. I don't know. It was like a two week window. Where I don't you heard about the murder. Wasps. I don't even want to downplay it because I'm gonna open my mouth and say, Not "Oh, the murder." Me and then all of a sudden, like I'm gonna be outside tomorrow, and I'm gonna see a particularly large wasp fly by. Okay. Stay away. And yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to touch that one. But but one thing I was going to say to you was like based off um, just kind of backtracking a little bit. What I think is cool is no matter what, let's say you have like zero viewers on this thing. Worst case scenario. What's so cool, I think, is at least the the, the, the bare minimum thing here, which I think is actually the coolest, is you if you continue this, you kind of have like this time capsule of podcasts of yourself over the course of now over a year but i mean just because you're starting this young too i think it's so cool that you could keep doing this and you know perhaps look back like at the age of 50 and be able to look at these podcasts and not only you know yourself but the people like i'm sure kids you're still gonna be friends with at the age of 50 and like look back on these conversations and stuff laugh or be disgusted or have it used as blackmail one day who knows in yeah. this twitter environment <laughs> yeah um what was i gonna say uh yeah like it's kind of cool it's like a time capsule like because now it's gonna be on apple podcasts unless they decide to like just eliminate all like podcasts like right. if, if for some reason i stopped like i could when I'm older, go back and type in Basement Banter on Apple Podcasts and it pop up and be able to go back and listen to myself when I was 20-something years old, how things are different, like how we're talking about whatever. Oh, like imagine if this technology got to this point and then all of a sudden it is or be able to talk about, oh, well, I think that the one thing I'm very happy, I kind of heat checked and I pulled up from deep. I said that cats was gonna be some like oh you had that one i had that dead to rights that was like apocalypse like that was apocalypto like cats bombed you you for like four po podcasts in a row i'm pretty sure or at least just four times in separate podcasts kept talking about how horrific that trailer looked for that movie cats godless terrible and how did the reviews look what how happened. did the movie do how, how did the reviews look what go? happened after cats came out
Look what we're doing right now. We're talking about how well, you no, were not right. even that. We're the whole world is ending no. <laughs> because oh of that movie. God. Oh my! When that yeah, movie? Wait a minute. The oh, movie came out in December, back right? Check that one. That was it. It the was movie that came movie out, came out, and then that was the last. It thing. came out in Christmas. I think that was the last movie movie theaters before movie theaters got shut down. Yeah, basically. That was it. They saw that, and then all the stars aligned. The Titans came back, destroyed <laughs> the planet. Mounts of Vesuvius came, rose from the ashes. And if you told me on New Year's Eve that, hey Tim, we're gonna have if you sit down in um you know you know what is it now March April May almost June if if you were to sit down in June and and turn the TV on and one channel is telling you how you got to stay in home uh, because of a pandemic and then the next channel's showing you like. You know, five hundred thousand people rioting and protesting, doing the complete opposite, and you're trying to explain that story. Just that that imagery in it of itself. That it's just crazy. And then Cass- Russia's Russia's uh, paying people to kill America. There's whatever. We don't have to go down any rabbit holes here. But I'm just saying the news that I'm hearing is it's absurd. Oh, after- and it's because of cats. Cats is Mount Vesuvius to humans are the citizens of Pompeii. We just got perished Ugh. under ash. I hate we, to hear that. That's what happened. Cats came out and the, all of this shit happened. What if it didn't happen? What if James Corbin didn't decide to just be a to big, fat, show. stupid fucking digital cat? And just stuck to his stupid Keurig commercials. Dude, there was a lot of famous people in that movie. Jason, what if they didn't uh, digi- digitally minimalize Jason Derulo's penis in Cats? Did they do that? Yeah. Oh. I think he was mad about it, too. Oh, which is kind God. of twisted because I'm pretty sure it was a G-rated film. You can't even make A family film. Why would you want it big? Uh, not to Perf- get graphic here, but I mean, this show doesn't really care graphic or not, it seems like, with the conversations I've heard on this thing. Worst case scenario. Well, who's the... Judy Dench, wasn't she oh, doing something very graphic? She was like licking her butthole or something in it. I, I thought that was a, a joke on Twitter or something, but um, I apparently heard that. I haven't. Not a I, haven't joke. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe we should. That's, we need to. We should do I a have, podcast where we. I have watch a camera it. here. I need to. We could set it up. You could sit me down. Set With up. All cats. that's been done. We should do that. To give back to the people for having to and sit through this quarantine, and I'll sit and I'll watch cats, and I'll just upload a, a two-hour just presentation of my my face. That should have went straight to Blu-ray. Maybe. How did that hit the feed? <laughs> should have went straight to Netflix. Straight to the trash can. Yeah, uh, oh, that's that's a total straight to the. Maybe I'll uh, get like a, maybe Netflix. I'll drink a bottle of wine, and then you sit me down and watch cats. I'll give my and you kind of just cut it like so. Obviously, no one's not watching the. Si- you could do a live stream, but then, like, kind of cut it up to some uh, quote unquote pivotal moments in that movie, if any. Pivotal? <laughs> like, what's the pivotal moments? Iconic moments when Taylor Swift's freaking cat got some catnip and uh, I don't even know. Snored, snorted I'm some. Sure <laughs> one of the reviews was talking about whoever the, what's the name of the director is it todd something or who cares man no no because the, the the review says what has alfred this, hitchcock he's like, <laughs> the review was like what has this man done he's like i like the, the reviews were the funniest thing there was one talking about how the cats were in heat or something what tom hooper tom fuck tom, you tom th- hooper <laughs> dirtbag like what the fuck look up the reviews at one point guy he's, looks like he's he talking would, like why did he have to add the scene of the lady licking her asshole 
who, but no one asked for that. No one like, asked. No one asked for the whole thing, and they so still did it. Let, let's make this, you know, very authentic. I don't know, man. I don't know. Make it authentic, yeah. Like, no. What, 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 what's this isn't real. This isn't real life. And aren't they like actually regular sized cats? And it's like a but big... like brownie. Like walk walk me through that pitch meeting. Like we're in the conference room. I'm the guy. You know, whatever Warner Brothers, whoever did it. Like you're coming up to me. And you're telling me, hey, I've got the next big thing? It's a musical where we just get a bunch of famous people, make them CGI cats, and then have them sing horrible songs, and then we'll sneak a little butthole lick, a, tasteful, a, ta- a tasteful butthole lick in there every now and then. And With Judy Dench, the oldest one of... Ah. We'll have the oldest one in there so it doesn't get too sexualized, and it just... It's- I would have fired the person on the spot. I'd be like, you're lucky I don't throw this stapler at your fucking head for but even I heard bringing that up to me. There was a guy who was in the CGI department, I think, who came out on Twitter about some of this stuff. And he said that he was forced. I mean, take this with a grain of salt. Who knows what's real and what's not? But it was funny if I read it. And if it was true, it's even funnier. He had to be the guy to remove all the buttholes from the cats. Or something Why like that. Why put them in? It's a kid's film. So you had to animate that and then de-anim- uh you know, not de-animate, but remove it. The detail you had to go into, too. Terrifying. Oh, Horrifying. Boy. Yeah, that's interesting. It's uh, No, it's not. It's disgusting. I, I, I don't... I'm usually not speechless. This is a situation where I'm actually speechless. I don't know what to say. I don't know, like... There's nothing, there's no praise to give to this movie. It's horrible. Terrifying. I feel like that ruined, like, I don't know, like, I feel like it ruined everyone's career. Like, I would rather. Where are they now? I well, hate, we went to quarantine. I That's hate, why. I hate horror films. I would rather watch the most sinister, like, demonic. Sinister. That's a good movie. Odious. Insidious. Horror. There's a, there's, you just, <laughs> there's a movie called Insidious and there's a movie called Sinister. I wish you said Insidious instead of Odious because then. I would rather I all of those movies that. have a love child and mix it in with like real demons. And I would sit through that film in a, in than a dark w- basement in I'd an r- abandoned house. In an abandoned like factory. In an abandoned oh. insane asylum. I would get on a big projector screen, big bass speakers and set them all up and, and with, like sit rattling in, front- in the hallways of the asylum. I would have I would them. have I would tell someone. I would tell a whole I would hire a whole group of Halloween uh like the like you oh, they those have guys that actually dress up for the for the insane asylum stuff. I would ask them to dress up in that and say, "Don't tell me when you're going to come in." But one by one come in at random parts of the movie and scare the shit out of me. I would rather go through that experience than voluntarily sit through cats. That's, I mean, we're going off so many different subjects now, but now I have a follow-up question. Where... Wow, I'm actually pondering. How much PCP no, no, did no, they no, smoke no. to come where, up with that? Where do those people on Halloween that dress up like that, what are they doing outside of... like? How do they... I've, how do you decompress that job? That? How do they get that job in like... What's the, the audition process? What's the audition process? And then the second question is, what are they doing when they're not doing that? Well, my question is, how do you decompress after that? That's a pretty heavy job. There, did I ever show you the Six Flags audition for? Uh, what, what do they call the Six Flags? Uh, Fright Night. Tower of Terror. No, like the zombie, the Halloween thing, the Fright Night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fright Fest. I think. Did I ever show you the YouTube video? Of the audition, it, dude, it's cringy. What is it? Just it's people screaming and pretending to be. Yeah, so they have these like really funny 
I, I don't want to be mean, but like, f- f- you got to be a certain person to like really even want to go to freaks. audition for this. Yeah, there's some freaks. You said it, not me. <laughs> some guy, poor, some poor person's yeah, okay. gonna be like, gonna some t- guy with a ponytail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, all right, guys, um, they're they're literally it looks like American Idol, and they have six people lined up. Ugh, and like, they're like, all right, guys, um, we're just gonna start with some screams. You know, let's just get loose here. Uh, can we just go one at a time? All right, Stephanie, no way. St- like this, you know, bigger girl comes up. She's like. <laughs> like, 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 like a shriek but then so they all do that they all have some funny different screams and uh and then so the next thing they did was like i want you so they picked one and they said i need you to do your best zombie walk or crawl and the one guy's like ooh, ooh, like, like oh, crawling. Dear and then God. the next thing was they had to scare one so they're all in the line and like they had to scare they, one of the people. Yeah, in so the, they would have to walk and then jump in one of their faces. And one like of the six in line, one would go around <laughs> and like jump in front. And the one guy, like like he's sitting there and he's like got the like you know this like shit grin on. Like, oh. and this girl jumps in front of him. He's like, oh, that was really spooky. <laughs> That's horrible. And it's not even a spoof. It's just these people just being themselves. Oh man. But like, what do you like? I can't imagine. Like, all right, like last person you go through, and then they jump out and scare them. And then like, can you just shut that off? Like, you go. Like, how can you get in your car after just hours of just pretending to be some like? That's like some pretty deep acting too. Like you're just like you're trying to be an undead person. I feel like you got to be a little psychopath. That's like that's like Heath Ledger Joker like yeah, method six acting. Six Flags like. For minimum wage, not for what he. That's right. That's, that's even worse. For Christopher Nolan. That's what I'm saying. Like they they actually had a reason to go that deep. Like these people go deep into these zombies because like, they want to. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I uh, got I got one more quick story. I was at my. This is related to that. My cousin Ed, uh, Eddie. We can use some names here. Um, it was for his birthday, like in seventh grade. And uh, Kyle Bryan, I'm a, I'll let you know I brought your name up because he, he, he knows this story very well. Kyle tried stealing one of the shovels from one of these zombies once <laughs> without my mom and my Aunt Lori seeing because they were like, you know, the quote unquote, the chaperones. Right. And so <laughs> <laughs> my parents weren't looking. And my cousin goes, he's like, where's Kyle? <laughs> we could not find Kyle. Sure enough, in the crowd of zombies, we see this guy. The zombie broke character had like a radio in his hand, was dragging <laughs> Kyle from like the area, and my, then my aunt goes off on the zombie. You can't make this up. He's like, he's like, how dare you? He's a fourteen-year-old child, or you know, no, not like twelve. And he's like, I thought he was an adult because like Kyle was the only one that could like grow facial hair at the time, pretty much. It was funny, but it was like not funny, but made it funny. <laughs> so the zombie gave back Kyle to my aunt and. We kept moving. Probably was scary for him seeing a zombie. Yeah, like, he was like, I'm never touching those shovels again. I know you couldn't do that. The zombie dude was like, he's like, why wouldn't you think I can't? You can't touch this. He's like, I'm a, I'm a human being. I go home after this. <laughs> Just trying to like rip that out. of I go head. to my fucking condo oh, and good. after this, I don't, I don't want to do this. Good story. I got oh, laid man. off. You think I want to dress up like a zombie on Halloween and chase like, you? Why would you think you could steal my shovel? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to steer the ship back onto. Uh, uh, yes, please. On the course, I was going to say, also just having the opportunity just to speak to so many different people about so many different things. It was so funny. Like, if you would have told me, like, three years ago, I'd be sitting having bourbon with my high school history teacher. <laughs> I would say. Oh, my gosh. I would say you're insane. 
Shout out Mr. Prez again for coming Big on. And bringing, shout out. Giving, Big shout uh, bringing out. a nice bottle of bourbon and everything. And now he's a, uh, a he's lawyer. A he's, a, he's, he's in the area He's now, a prosecutor think, too. too, yeah. And he is. That's fantastic. And married. Yes. He, he's doing a lot he, with his life. Look at him go. After, after the <laughs> podcast, he got married. And he's still... I have like three... Three or four teachers in my head that I truly, truly adored from that high school. He would hate that I said adored, but like, it's it, it's a good group of people. He was easily, but one he of was them. he was like a easily like looking He's back on high school. Like people are such assholes, and like for them to be such a, an impressionable person to people at that age is. I have a Perez story. You know, like quick. I have a good one. I have a good one too. He <laughs> probably he probably, he probably would appreciate if, if if you're listening to this, you'll appreciate my story. I uh, I'll never forget it because like you know, as a freshman, you're so nervous to get into, uh, you know, go to high school. You know, you got to deal with bigger seniors. You know, you're the smallest dude. I was the oldest child, so like I didn't have anyone to really kind of look at and ask them how high school was. So one of my first classes ever was me, you know, going into <laughs> going uh, to one of his classes. And, you know, in middle school, maybe in middle school, everyone lined up, I guess, at the door. So, you know, I followed everyone for that class. I lined up at the door and we're all sitting there talking. And, you know, the hallways are getting lighter and lighter with kids because they're all in their classes. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, why are we lined up? I'm like, it probably wasn't a good idea. And I look at, like, the time. Like, class started, like, 10, 15 minutes ago. I'm like, why are we waiting here? I peek. I, I Dude, I shit you not. I peek my head in the door. Mr. Perez is across from the door by the windowsill in a suit. With You know, he had, like, that military cut, too, with his arms across his, his body like this, waiting with a straight dead face. And all of a sudden, like, the girls are like, oh, my God, I think we have to go in and stuff. And we all scurry in. Dude, he waited like that for 15 minutes. We all sit down. He goes, this is high school. You don't line up at the door. You walk in when when class starts. You're all late. And that's that's how we started the whole thing. But I always used to think he was dead serious like that. He was, but he was not, dude. Like, I think he just loved messing with people like that. Well, I, have, I have two stories now. So um, the one story is a lot worse than the other. But the first story that I was going to say that you just mentioned that, was like the same thing. So we had to do a presentation on like different um, like cities or whatever from like the colonies or something. And Taylor to Backman chose uh, Bath, North Carolina, and like <laughs> she was like, "Oh, I chose Bath," and like I just like cracked up because like there's such a like a like a random one. Yeah, you laughed. Yeah. And like Mr. Prez like was like, "Oh, is, like, is that funny to you?" And I was like, "I just think it's an outrageous name, or whatever." So he's like, "Okay." He's like, "We'll see how outrageous it is." So I went up and I started giving my thing. He would cut me off every couple like minutes oh. and be like oh well what's their theology uh do you know what theology is or like well what's this and what's their what was their uh, main he, he ripped you. yeah like i was i was like oh man i don't know <laughs> i'm just trying to give my presentation here um but then that wasn't even the story i was gonna say but uh it's a good one, though. yeah uh the <laughs> one the one time uh we had a kid in our class named harrison and i probably shouldn't have even just said his name but whatever how many Harrisons are there? If, if you're, if you're fucking listening to this somehow, Harrison, good for you. Welcome. Um, <laughs> so uh, Mr. Perez was uh, talking in the hallway to one of the other teachers, and he gets up and he like just starts like clicking random shit on his computer, and the whole screen went black. 
And uh, and so then he comes walking into the classroom because the teacher from the hallways pointed and was like, oh, that kid has touched your computer. And he could not turn the computer back on. It was like the only time I saw Mr. Perez. Because, like, you know, like when he was doing that stuff that you were talking about and when I was talking about, he was just like breaking our balls, like whatever. No, like it was fun. He was serious. But then he was like, what'd you do? And Harrison, for some ungodly reason, doubled down and was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And it was just some like, like don't play that game, standoff. Man. And Harrison's like, make me sit down. And it was the most, it was the most oh. dank thing ever. And I'm sure Mr. President appreciated that because that's probably the reason why he's like, you know what? I'm just done with this. He's, he's like, like I got to go to law now. He's like, I'm going to law. This was the straw that broke the camel's back. And, but yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. Like he, he's such a likable guy. I had him on my, uh, my podcast. Cause you know, I wouldn't just hit up any one of my other teachers and like, oh, hey, like. He's like one of my only teachers. I That's still like. That's a fantastic just podcast. Yeah, and like he's like obviously just a good guy in general. So I have to. He said that he wants to come on again, and I, then all of this happens. So I haven't had the opportunity. But nah, things are gonna get better. You know, things will open up. We'll yeah, we have. I have a couple. Again. I have a couple conversations I have in mind that I want to talk to. Him. I want to talk about like the worst, uh, worst times to be alive, like in human history. Oh, for me, I'm like for him. Like, no. <laughs> like oh, no. you really gonna press him now? <laughs> no, 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 no. So tell me the lowest point in your life. No, no, no. Like, uh, just like talking about like, oh, uh, well, in this point, they didn't like. I like it was after I had listened to something about how they used to do surgery, and they just wouldn't sterilize the wounds and like they wouldn't sanitize the tools in uh, between surgery. So like a guy would be like cutting some guy's leg off and switch dude, tools and, and put like a bloody put like a bloody saw in his mouth to finish like the job using like a like, rusty saw to do amputations yeah 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 so like but like that whatever but like it's just that and then like i was able to have my dad on here uh some of my like some people i hadn't seen in a long time were able to come on here and talk and stuff and yeah. it's just a very fun like i was able to get my sister and like my cousin my relatives my relatives came on to do the like I do a holiday podcast, and I don't even remember. Yeah, that, I, rem- I haven't listened to. I it remember I'm- hearing that, knowing that you didn't remember it. They just that, you went down a you was like El Toro. Let's go back to the Six Flags real quick. It, you the, the downward drop in your voice like halfway through that. I'm like, this dude is late night Christmas right now. It was it was Christmas Eve late at night like Christmas Eve. It was late night at Christmas Eve at like eleven thirty at night and I started like talking about how, oh yeah, well Christmas is depressing. Yeah, now. you're like you're like you got to like a level where everyone's like, Ryan, chill out. You're like, no. I got into my bag, yeah. But I mean that's what yeah, happens when yeah. someone's been drinking for like six mixing, hours. Mixing potions and Yeah, yeah. It was bad, but it is Being able to have like is. I had like six people on it at once or something, but it's just it's just a fun thing, and uh, I mean, kind of to circle the wagons back around now because I mean, I mean, there's not much else to to say at this point. Uh, I think we've covered everything. It's just a, a very fun thing to do in general, and like Absolutely. you know, like a lot of other people enjoy doing it. It isn't like it's just me doing it, dragging everyone else. It's, it's fun. And then like, for the most part, when people do it, they say, Oh, I want to come on again. It's just something fun to do on like a Thursday night or on a, on like a Friday night before we go out, just being able to have beers and shoot the shit and be able to get other people involved because like some of our conversations, like before we did a podcast or sometimes we'll be off 
off air and like me and you in particular will be having a conversation and be like, wow, I wish like we should have had the mics on this or one. not even like before that even happened. Like I wish someone else had heard this conversation. Now yeah. like it gives you the gives people the opportunity to be like, wow, these people are like some like fucking weirdos and <laughs> psychopaths, <laughs> some sick puppies. Yeah. <laughs> but no, dude, uh, at the end of the day, I, I definitely commend you for doing it because you know what it is? I'm sure people listen to this. Or some people have thoughts in their head of, like, I want to make a YouTube channel. I want to do this. I want to do that. It's just so easy to keep kind of, like, dwelling on the dream of it. And and there's a whole other realm of it of just committing and doing it. Because I'm sure you could say that once you did it, it wasn't that hard to, to, to feel the need to keep doing it. Right. And I just think that's something that is a great takeaway. Like, if you want to do something, go do it. Just go do it. Yeah, well, that's that's. You've the, done this for a year now, and think about it. That's a a year. Say what you want, how quick or how, you know, how quick it went or how not quick it went. You you did a year. Like that's very like it's that's like, incredible. Just I just had a, the one thing that I guess my closing point will be: if you want to do a podcast, I just want to let you know it is not as hard as people make it out to be. You just have to be consistent with it. And if you're that passionate about that or with anything in life, then just go for it and just learn as you go along. Everyone's afraid to to F up. You know, I've fucked up on this enough times to count on or not an, or too many times to count on my hands. And I'm sure I've screwed up on a bunch of other things. We just got to go out and do it. And I guess that will be the uh, the closing point I will leave you with tonight. So uh, thank you, Timmy, for coming on. Absolutely. Chatting sure. Thank with you me. for having me. First time he's been on. We were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. This is the first time you're going to be on in like since in like six months. We were. I, I think you said it was pre January. It, it was or, like, or maybe it was gen- January. It was January. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But yep. who, who would have anticipated this? But uh, thank you for coming on, and thank you all for listening for a year, even though it's been more than a year now. But we'll just consider it a year and pretend that. It was, but (laughs) thank you all for listening. Have a good one.